Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Here's a look at how markets wrapped up overnight and we've got stocks pretty much down across the board as investors wait for fresh inflation data coming later this week. So looking at Dow Jones Industrial Average, it was down 190 points or 0.5% lower to 35,123. The S&P 500 dropped 0.7% to 4,468 and that makes it a two-day losing streak. The Nasdaq Composite slipped 1.2%, so it was the biggest loser, to 13,722. Among the top movers, you've got Penn Entertainment jumping 9.1% after the casino company says it's launching an online sports booth of ESPN. Roblox tumbled close to 22% after missing Wall Street expectations for its second quarter. Well, let's unpack what's shaping up in the markets with David Lundgren. He is the founder and chief market strategist for MOTR Capital Management and Research. David, thank you for joining us on the show today. Yeah, it's my pleasure. It's great to speak to you again. All right. Great to have you back. Now, let's talk about your takeaways yeah. from the latest session. So we've got a couple of things happening. Of course, earnings in the background. What are you getting a sense of? where markets are going from here? Well, I mean, the the big thing is that no trends unfold in a straight line. And so we're up quite a bit from the October lows. We're up quite a bit since the banking crisis. And despite the the magnitude of strength that we've actually seen in the S&P 500, for instance, uh, we're still below the 2022, uh, January 2022 highs. So we still have all of that to kind of get through. So for us to be up this much and then get into the sort of 45 to 4,700 area on the S&P 500 and not expect some sort of a, a pause or, or a bit of a digestion period, just it would be unreasonable. So it shouldn't surprise anybody that we see a brief period of, uh, of weakness in here. And what's more important is during this period of weaknesses, you know, just how bad does it get? And, and my suspicion is based on how good things were going into the 45 to 4,700 area, my suspicion is that whatever digestion period we, we do experience will be moderate and won't do any damage and kind of set up the year for you know a stronger second half later down the road. Yeah, so you're suggesting that stocks still have some upside to go and a couple of things that seem to be playing out well. That includes the earnings season. We are going into this quarter with some expectations um, being set low. So it does look like um, yeah. by and large, we are beating estimates quite a bit. Yeah, I, I think so. And obviously the, the, the names that don't deliver good news, you know, you mentioned some earlier today, uh, you know, Roblox and uh, WeWork and others that are just that are just uh, delivering bad news, uh, they obviously get taken to the woodshed. So mm-hmm. um, you, you can't uh, discount that part. But by and large, I think, again, if we if we can get, get through this earnings season above in, in the S&P 500 holds above, say, the 43.50 to 44.50 area, I think that's a good that's a good support area to kind of mark things off of to say that if we can we can digest the, these recent gains and hold above that area, then the underlying momentum of the market remains intact, and we should look forward to gains later later on down the down the road in uh, 2023. Uh, David, talking about the underlying momentum, so you saw quite a bit of momentum in the past year from AI related stocks. What's your take on how this is going to play out for the rest of the year? Well. Um, I know a lot of folks are concerned about it being a bubble, and I'm not of the mind at this point that it's a bubble yet. Um, if it is a bubble, it's not one yet. So that's not to say it will be one, but you know, one of the hallmarks of a bubble is that that, that category of stocks are into new high territory and going 
so vertically, you know, advancing so quickly that they're, you know, they're going so vertical, they're almost fall over backwards. You know, that's the kind of a, of a characteristic that you see in bubbles. And most stocks that are sort of tied to this discussion about this being a bubble, they're still below their 2022 highs. So are they up a lot off the bottom? Well, yes, they're up a lot off the bottom, but that's because they were down a lot into the bottom. So, you know, I I think if this is a bubble, I think it could be a pretty exciting one. And I would just Mm. I would just say that, you know, my style of investing is that if if there is a bubble, I I honestly I pray for one because you can you can actually do quite spectacularly well in a bubble. So I'm not I'm not afraid of one. I just don't see it being uh, manifest quite yet. All right, so look out for um, some bargains if it does happen, a bubble bursting. Uh, But for now, no real signs as yet. A couple of things we've been seeing in the past few weeks. Uh, One is the US debt downgrade that seems to have taken some wind out of sales from markets. How much should we be concerned about this? Well, it's obviously a, a significant market globally, and so you can't be complacent about what it might mean. But what I try to do as an investor, too, is I believe that there's wisdom in in price. And I believe that the market knows a whole lot more about what's happening globally than any individual investor. And I just think that's the track record of the market over time. That's why it's so hard to beat. So there's a lot of wisdom in price. And so while I can have a lot of angst about what it might mean for debt markets, equity markets and things like that, what actually matters is what what, what does the market think? Mm. And and the market seems to be really digesting it rather well. And I think if you just go back to the 2011 downgrade from S&P, there was a brief sell-off, but quickly thereafter, uh, you know, the the market took off and by the end of the uh, early 2012, it was off to new highs again. So very counterintuitive to what people were saying back then. It was the end of the world, certainly the beginning of a big debt sell-off, and it turned out that actually interest rates plunged after that. So that's not happening yet. But as you just uh, spoke earlier, Ryan, I think you talked about how uh, in the past week, we got more news out of China that there's, you know, they're, they're kind of returning to the deflationary trend. Mm, so, yes. I mean, we have to keep an open mind. And, you know, would it be surprising to me if after the debt downgrade of the U.S. market that uh, interest rates are lower? I mean, does it make sense to me? I mean, I, I don't know, but it, it, it's happened in the last downgrade in 2011. So we need to keep our mind open. And right now the market seems to be digesting it fine. Yeah, it does um, seem to be a case of what the market thinks being more important. It reminds me as well as um, yeah. what someone mentioned, it's better to be rich than to be right. So talking about <laughs> what to invest in, David, what are you looking at for the rest of the year in terms of perhaps rotation? Are you cutting back, moving to somewhere else? I, well, you know, in this 45 to 4,700 area, I think that if you have stocks that are up a lot, I think it makes sense to take some off. Not, not, not entirely, you know, don't go to cash entirely, but you know, until the market's fully trending, I don't think you can give stocks that are up a lot the full benefit of the doubt. Um, but yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head in the sense that it's more more about rotation than it is about abandoning stocks entirely just because we're pausing. And so when I look around the various sectors that tend to do well in bull markets, one, the one that really stands out to me as being a potential winner in this rotation game in the next several months is, is energy. And I think that that party really gets going if we can get crude oil to close above 85 and we're close to it now we're just below 85 and i think if we get above 85 we're already seeing a lot of stocks in a lot of energy stocks in the market behaving as if they're anticipating our crude oil to get above 85 so i think that that's the next sector to really benefit from some rotation all right crude oil now trading just below 85 and it's up 15 yeah. percent in the past month so we'll see if the energy right. party is going to get underway um, in the coming months yeah. All right, I've been chairing David Lundgren. He is the founder and chief market strategist for MOTR Capital Management and Research. David, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. Same here, Ryan. Thanks for having me on. Thank you again. See you next time.
Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.